This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Hello, 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 hello. And how is everybody today? Welcome to 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio Station. We play out on Mondays 2 till 4 from the station Love to Beat Radio based here in Penge in the High Street. So Graham had the gremlins on the way here in his sat-nav. So Graham, please introduce yourself and and tell us what happened with your sat-nav. Yes, Graham Legault. Um, My my little business is is public speaking. Not this sort of public speaking, though. Speaking to to groups of people that are live in front of me, not people that are possibly hundreds of miles away from me. Yeah. And the sat-nav just went berserk. And as we were saying just before coming on air, um, this is only the second time this has ever happened to me. Once in Swindon, out in Wiltshire a few years ago, and good old South London today. (laughs) I don't know, we we seem to have a bit of a jinx, don't we? Because last time you tried to come to an event for us, and you weren't well, were you, on the way? I was driving down here today, and I thought to myself, it can't happen again. Um, For for everybody's benefit... um, Oh, before before the lockdown, before the pandemic struck us, yeah. um, I was driving around the M25 from home and just coming past Heathrow Airport and one of my hands just went completely numb. Um, and I, I went into Terminal 5, spent a couple of hours in there, doctors that afternoon and told by the doctor that I needed an operation on my right wrist. Mm. Which eventually they did, and fortunately, you okay. can't see a single mark, which is great. Brilliant. It was the it was the um, carpal tunnel. That's, oh yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was the carpal tunnel as a result of road traffic accident um, a couple of years previously. But all mended, all gone, all all done and dusted. Good. And and we're delighted that you can join us today. Now you you referred to your little business. Now there's yes. only one thing that I can think of that might be included in your business, and that is peas. <laughs> peas. <laughs> Tell us more why you have peas. I know you came in here and you said, it's all right, nip to the toilet before I come in. Went for yes. a pea. Yes, you went for a pea. <laughs> exactly. So tell us tell us more. We've got, I mean, we've got two, the other two guests are going to be joining us later on, but um, I'm conscious of your time, um, okay. Graham. So tell us, tell us what's, where did these peas come from, d- and d- what's it all about, Alfie d- d- Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Dare I take you back 20-plus years? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. I've always been interested in helping people, mentoring people, training people. Um, got some pretty good qualifications a few years ago at the end of a, a previous career, and um, decided to narrow things down a bit into public speaking and presentation skills, helping people be, be successful in front of crowds of people, um, share, sharing information. So I went on, <clears throat> pardon me, what was then called an advanced presentation skills course. And what grabbed my eye was the marketing for this particular course. And the guy who was running the course, he used five Ps, five words beginning with the letter P. It was something like planning, preparation, purpose, yeah. 
um, boring stuff, but yeah, necessary yeah, yeah. to some degree. Quite, and and the years went by, and I used these five Bs for for quite a while. There came a stage where I thought one day I'll write a book, but what's it going to be about? And obviously, it's got to be about public speaking. Public speaking was chosen. However, when you look on Amazon and when you go in the library, you will see dozens, hundreds, thousands of books on the topic. So you've got to, I, I thought to myself, I've got to think of something original, something different from all the others. Um, and the idea of the letter P became the garden P. And it's gone from there. And I did a tremendous amount of research. And my first book, which is about wedding speeches, included the core or the key 15 words that begin with the letter P. Wow. Planning, preparation, purpose, um, being precise, using your personality, pulling your audience with you. Um, 15 Ps weren't enough for me. So I did some more research, and I don't exaggerate, and you may not have heard me say this before, Jackie, I found 1,400 words that you could associate with the skills and techniques of public speaking. Wow. I couldn't put all those in a book. Why not? Because my my publisher wouldn't let me. (laughs) So instead of a sort of textbook style, I created what is now the second book, The Feeds of Public Speaking, and it's called A Dictionary of Public Speaking Skills and Techniques. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Now, listeners, I have to tell you this. Graham mentioned, we were having a bit of a conversation, and I'll tell you about it in a moment, but he mentioned the word porn. Oh, yes. Porn, he mentioned, because I was saying to him, how I came to be running um, or being a presenter with this radio show. Edmund Christie, who is the owner, regular listeners will know, is the owner of the um, station. When he first approached me about uh, doing a program, he said, I don't mind what you do as long as it's clean. And I thought, well, that's all right. I can manage that. And, um, <laughs> my, my guests always have an opportunity to uh, put forward their favourite piece of music which we play um, and I had got a piece of music from one of my guests who zoomed in and if it's a piece of music I don't know I will before the show I will play it all the way through but otherwise if it's if it's one that I'm familiar with and in this case it was a Beyonce tune I'll just play a little a minute or so um, and that's it anyway so here we are live on air because, as you know, this is a live show and anything can happen and usually does. Um, and at the time we had a, a kickstart lady in here and I put this Beyonce piece of music on and, and she raised her hands and did the cut across her throat. And, that, and of course, then the words came. I didn't know, as she explained to me, that some of the uh, singers do extra recordings and some of those are rude I didn't know I didn't know at all and she said to me look Jackie you see that e that means explicit (laughs) so hence telling Graham this um he then started talking porn to me tell me more (laughs) about porn (laughs) well I've, I've just mentioned 153 words that begin with the letter p that are in this this um 
second book. Yeah. And when when Jackie mentioned this a few minutes ago, I immediately turned up the page in the book, <laughs> and right across the top of it, in, in in bold letters, is the word porn. <laughs> And, and in, in essence, we're, we're saying, yes, you can take acceptable and non-dangerous risks in, in giving a presentation, um, but in creating or, or doing so, you could upset somebody in your audience, if not more than just somebody, you'd probably upset more, more than a few. The advice is, keep it clean. Yeah. Don't use porn. Totally. You know, totally. You mentioned um, wedding speeches. Yeah. Um, do you do a lot of those? I mean, do you do the speeches yourself or do you uh, guide people through doing them? How does it work? Right. Um, I, I don't write wedding speeches. I don't do it for right. other people. Right. I help them write it. So people normally come to me, um, a, a, a best man, a father of the bride, mum of the bride, um, loads of brides actually, sidestepping just a second, loads and loads of brides now are coming to, to, to do their own speeches. Hooray, yeah, yeah, go on, big, girls. Loads. Um, <laughs> no, the way, the way I work is people will come to me and, and most people want help with how to deliver it. So I help them initially with their script, mm. um, normally work on email, telephone, Zoom, however they want to work. We end up creating their script together and once they're completely happy with it we move on to the next stage and the next stage is how to deliver it um, and that's where the majority of the P's those 15 P's in the first book actually come into their own because they help people through that process and the process in the book it's a story actually I don't know if you knew that it's not a textbook as such, it's a story. It's all about two people, one male, one female, they meet abroad on holiday, get together, come back to their own, or come back to the UK in fact, um, fall in love, decide to get married. But they, they put all the arrangements in place for everything, but they forget about the speeches. Uh -huh. And the book is all about how in the main, the bridegroom goes about formulating his speech and how, how to deliver it. And he's helped by this elderly guy, ex-toastmaster, and his name is Reg the Veg. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he does grow Not Percy the Pea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Percy. Write that down for the next book. <laughs> no, it's Reg. Reg the Veg. Okay. He, and he does grow loads of peas. And he tutors people, would you believe, from a garden shed at the bottom of his garden. But that's all part of, of the story yeah, in, in yeah. the wedding. Oh, book. and I'm definitely going to. You very kindly sent me a copy, a signed copy, which is which yeah. is fun. Um, and and I noticed it's in green ink. It's, and that's because of the peas, I that's, guess. That's following the theme. That's following the brand. Yeah, the yeah. The same as my. You can't see it. Jackie can see it. I've got a jar of peas here as well. Yeah. That goes everywhere with me. Of course. I mean, what else, what else would well, there be? Well, that, that's mainly because another P in the book is props. Use props. Well, I always remember, the first time I met Graham, he was actually a speaker uh, for our East Studies group. And he said to me, 
Why haven't you got a clock? Yes. That says 1230. Yes, you're right. And I said, I don't know. I mean, like 20, what, 19 years on, wasn't it then, in terms of our business? Uh, You'll be pleased and very proud of me. I do now have a pink clock, which is set, which is about about a foot in diameter, um, sitting in my office, and I do take it with me. Everywhere? No, not everywhere, I have to say, because I still think... We're in funny times still a bit, aren't we? And I use it for special occasions, you know, events and stuff, rather than our meeting meetings. Um, so thank you, Graham, for that. Um, but it's a, it's a great way of you doing something peculiar. Yeah. And actually, by the way, that's another P. <laughs> it's in the book as well. <laughs> um, do something or say something different. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do um, workshops on uh, guiding people through how to get their best one minute because we do one minute at our meetings Um, and one of them is that I do actually say about props so you know and I'm just thinking at the moment about P's words beginning with P Um, do you do you have a favourite or do you find that your clients have one that comes up time and time again do you know what I, I I wasn't frightened you were going to ask me that. But, <laughs> however, I, I could say all my peas and my favourite peas. They're all my babies. Um, again, I, I could talk about using appropriate pauses. I won't, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. I'm just conscious of the time before my next guest comes on. And I, want, and I know you're tight on time today. Um, Graham, I want people to know how they can actually get in touch with you. So um, I don't want you to have to rush off air no, not okay. having given that information. So if you can let people know how they find you. If you remember the last word I used was pause. Right. We're taking a little pause here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but not a silent one. Okay. I, I think the best way, is rather than giving phone numbers and things like that, is just one website. And that's www.theweddingspeechcoach.com. Okay. Simple as that. And and there's contact details on, on that website. Okay. Pictures of me. Pictures okay. of the book, of course. Of course. And and will if people type in your name will they'll they'll oh, come, find that as well, yeah, won't they? Do a do a Google on me, Graham Legault, L E hyphen G A double L. There is only one of me. Of course. But of loads course. more peas. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, thank you for that. I was really you, just you were conscious. You about my favourite. Yes, your favourite or and or your clients. What? How does that work? Oh, it, it, honestly, it, it, it is difficult. I mentioned a few moments ago about doing something different. So one big P for me is um, peculiar. Be peculiar. If you want to be remembered, if you want to stick out amongst the crowd of, of speakers... You do or say something different. Do something peculiar. Um, pizzazz comes close as well. Be pizzazz. Use your personality. Um, a lot of presenters forget to use their own their own personality. So you can jazz your personality up and, and be pizzazzy, if you like, to be more memorable. Um, there are there are loads more that I'm, I'm sort of hunger down for, 
passion. Be passionate. Be passionate about your topic. Be passionate about what you're talking about. Be passionate about what you're presenting. Be passionate about the people that you're uh-huh. presenting to. Mm. You know, don't just deliver. Don't just deliver words. Deliver something really meaningfully. And and if you like, being passionate, speaking from the heart. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm just conscious now. Thank you very much for that, Graham. I'm conscious that my next guest, Jackie McLeod, is lurking in the green room, as you might say. 12.30 TWC, Business Beat Radio. Mondays, 2 till 4 p.m. UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes. For and from business women. On all the socials, www.1230.co.uk at Love to Beat Radio. Hello and welcome back into the studio. Um, I now have Jackie McLeod. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear you perfectly. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. It's it's really great. So um, for the benefit of our listeners and young Graham here sitting in in the studio with me, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us, tell us a little bit about you and your background, etc. please. Sure. So um, I'm Jackie McLeod, as Jackie said, and I'm the owner and founder of Bancroft Organisation Services. So essentially, I'm a professional organiser and I help um, many people, mainly women actually, but often men too, to organise their busy lives. So at home, so organising any area and every aspect of their home, their time and work as well, so offices and small businesses in particular too. And um, I started the business um, in 2020. We started trading properly in the end of 2021. Um, absolutely love it. It's not. It's a funny journey that I've had into organising. Um, I think it's one of those things you don't necessarily wake up as a child and go, "Oh, I'm going to be a professional organiser." So I went through the usual channels of academia and education, and actually started my career as a software engineer and, and moved into management consultancy, but at project management, where my I guess natural organising skills came. To the front forefront, um, and then I ended up actually a friend of mine who said, um, Jackie, why don't you have you thought about helping other people to organize their lives? Because it was something else doing for family and friends already in terms of their homes, organizing events, etc. And I thought, well, during lockdown, I was, I was working but um, quiet, and obviously, everybody had that time to really reflect and think about what they wanted to do, and that's when the idea came back to me, and I started doing it, and I absolutely loved it. And, and sorry, just remind me, how long did you say you've actually been doing this now? So I started um, probably end of 2021. I set the company up in 2020. Cool. Okay. So your client base, um, do you, what sort of area do you cover? Where are you based? So I'm based in South London, in South East London, but I cover all of Greater London and also Hope um, County as well. So I have clients yeah, in those spaces if you ever need. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're based southeast in Beckenham. Are you far from us? Remind me. Not at all. I'm based in Dunwich, actually. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's great. It's um, um. So I'm hoping our listeners will hear us okay. Just a reminder for everybody that these shows are recorded and then they'll be in podcast next week, next Friday. 
uh, up on uh, the 1230 website. And as you know, we're all the W's, 1230.co.uk. So this show will be there. And, of course, all the previous shows are there as well. So you can have a good catch up with actually what's what's going on. So what do you have a sort of regular... Um, uh, thing that people actually want you to be doing, um, um, in, in, you know, with your business to help them. Yes, yes, I do, and I think it's funny. Just, um, just going back a little bit to the first question. A lot, obviously, this this industry is quite a unique one, but it's it's very much coming to the mainstream since the likes of the free condo and the home edit have been um, popping up on Netflix and on, on various social media channels. So the, the demand has increased significantly for COVID as well, and one of those areas um, that I tend to find myself being asked to help people in the most is in their home, usually in their kitchens and their wardrobes, their garages and their bathrooms. They tend to be the most common areas that people want help. And also playrooms. Play, playroom is something that comes up more and more. A playroom? Playroom, yes. Oh, right. Room. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, people eh? really struggle to help. Particularly Lego. Lego's a nightmare for families. Oh, <laughs> absolutely nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, now Graham's just said, especially if you tread on it, yes, absolutely yeah. it is. <laughs> it's very painful. Anyone who's got kids will know that pain. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Graham, is there a job in your house that you'd like people to come and help you with? I don't know. Do you have a, do you have a cleaner? I'm desperately, anybody listening, I desperately need a cleaner. Get in touch with me. <laughs> yeah, cleaners are not easy to find. Good ones and loyal ones too. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, put Graham on the spot here and so, ask no, him. Sorry, sorry, Jackie. Well, both both Jackies. Um, oh yeah, that's a bit difficult, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yes, Jackies. Um, our house is so tidy. People come in. I love that. People come in, and without asking, they take their shoes off. Oh really? Everybody. Really? Yeah. It, it's we, we, that's just the way we are. No, mm. Nothing's out of place. Right. Well, that's that. That's not true. My shed at the bottom of the garden is an absolute tip, and my wife is always asking me, telling me, get rid of it. And I say, well, yeah, you may- that that piece of wood, those screws, those nails, you never know when you're going to need them, and I know where they all are. That is so true, actually, because my dad would um, had built himself a shed, and when we lost mum and dad. Um, the shed still have bits of wood that were going to be useful and this was going to be useful. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, blow me, even in more recent times, my husband has actually used those bits of wood that were oh, <laughs> and those <laughs> screws that, you know, just for a job. I mean, it just happens, does it? And, uh, yeah, shed, shed's an interesting object. Do you ever get asked to tidy yeah. sheds? Yeah, I've done one shed. shed. I actually love doing sheds because... Um, First of all, people don't tend to sort of really declutter and want to get rid of things, just like Graham said. You always think, oh, that was going to use it for this or use yeah. it for that. Yeah. Um, inevitably, rarely people actually do. Um, but I, I, I do love doing shows because organising tools is a great one. And it completely, if you set up a system for somebody who's a, a DIY enthusiast, it makes all the difference. So, yeah, I love organising a good shed. Yeah, my so husband. It like you need some help there, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband got upset with me upset with me the other day because as you come off our patio into our kitchen on the left hand side is is a cupboard um waste you know floor to waist height 
Um, and the gardening gloves, they'd go in there, the secateurs, the fish food for the fish <laughs> for the ponds, ground oh, keeper ponds. I'm, uh, right, I'm writing it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what else? String, all sorts. But, oh, and the pegs, there's some pegs in there as well. And I thought, I couldn't find a pair a pair of gardening gloves. I thought, I'll blow this. So I pulled it all out. He was down the end of the garden, in his shed, I think. Um, I pulled all this stuff out. And um, I said to him, this is what I've done. And he went, but I won't be able to find anything in there. And I said, yes, you will. So I said, look, this is where this is. This is, hmm, okay. Well, it was all right. I mean, it's only a small space. Probably only, yeah. probably only two foot deep by about, well, let's say it's a square. So two foot high, two two foot by two foot, um, and it's got all the things in there. And then when, we, when I was working in the garden yesterday, um, I said to him, "You haven't got a bit of string handy, have you?" And he said, "No, it's in the kitchen cupboard." <laughs> <laughs> Which really, to me, it should be in the shed, really. But he likes it there, so you know. <laughs> it just needs to be labelled. But I think that's the other thing. I mean, I do. I'm guilty of it in my house when I organise. I do label things, but my husband always says to me, where have you put this? You, you, you'll put it into a place that's easy for you to find it, but things that are actually labelled, I still get asked. Um, um, so that drives me a bit mad, but labelling does help, in most homes anyway. <laughs> so so when you say labelling, do you mean you, there's like a list? Like, so, for example, like my little space where I've put the string and the secretaries and all the rest of it, would you have a list on the outside with a list of what's in there in terms of labelling? Or where do these labels go? Because obviously if it's so, a pair of secateurs, you know what secateurs look like. Yeah, but if you've got things organised into kind of categories and put into like containers in your cupboards, just to tidy it up, because the kind of process of, of decluttering and organising is that you're going to declutter, get rid of things, keep things, donate them, discard them, and then reorganise them into appropriate mm-hmm. categories that work for you, which works very well in the shed, in context of a shed. And yeah. then once you've done that and put them into the appropriate storage containers and solutions, then you label them, and it's just much easier to find. It's a much simpler system. Oh, it sounds. It sounds. Fine. Yeah, it sounds very sophisticated and efficient. Huh? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. How does that sound to you, Grant? Has Jackie ever worked for Tupperware? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, all the, the plastic pots. Tupperware is the bane of every organizer's life, including mine. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah, you get Tupperware organisers. I use them in my my home, and because you know the lids never match the bottoms, do they? Oh no! Oh, that's the other thing. We've got a drawer. We've got a very large drawer with china in, um, cakes and stuff, and some bowls. But we also have a few um, plastic boxes that Chinese food comes in, oh, and you yeah. never yeah. find the lid. They never do. Does it work for you, Graham? Yeah, they, they, those lids do vary. Yeah. The other Jackie was saying. They do. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Can, can I ask a question, Jackie? Yeah, please go ahead. You, you, you said a minute ago you you help organise people's lives as a professional yeah. organiser, and you've mentioned things in, in the home. Do people yes. misunderstand what you do and come along to you with personal problems? No. Do you mean like I mean, in counselling? Yeah, because oh. that's what I, that's what oh, I oh. thought when you. Yeah. When you first said you help organise people's lives, that's what I thought you actually meant. But you've you've taken taken me off a, a tangent and talking about so, sort of decluttering. 
It's a good question. So there's two things. So when I say organise people's lives, I mean kind of key things in your life, like your home, your business, your time. So it's those things. People really struggle to organise their time well, and that's where I get to that where that's where it comes. When I say organise your life, help you to organise those things better and improve those aspects of your life by being more organised. The other side of it, though, is for example, people that are um, struggle with hoarding or have a, a partner that struggles with hoarding. I also help them with that. And there's a hoarding system and technique and kind of principles that we apply to help people to manage them through that process as well. So that I guess that's more of a mental health aspect to it because mental health plays a big part yeah, in this yeah. as well for people who struggle to be organised, particularly those who, and not just mental health, but have certain neurodiverse disorders like ADHD, that um, is a factor. And so there are different strategies and systems that we apply as well to help people to do that. I've actually got a friend who would really, really benefit from some help from you. Do do you yeah. um do you work um directly with the client or do you go via NHS or, or social services or is it direct with you? So I tend to work directly with the client most mm. of the time. Sometimes I have um the NHS only because I've worked with like a housing association who sometimes come to me to help with their tenants, but mostly it's directly with the client. Right, okay. I think I might mention her to you and see you know, if I can do the yeah. introduction for you because she really would benefit hugely from some help like that. Um, oh, great. So, yeah, no, it's super. So, um, what, um, so with a client, how does that actually work? Well, so, say, for example, I introduce my friend to you. Um, yeah. What would the process be of working and getting the best benefit for, for her? Yeah, so what I tend to do, I start with a consultation, which lasts between 45 minutes and an hour, and I ask a variety of questions. Um, I mean, obviously, they'll come to me and say, we want help with X, so it might be something specific in the home, or it might be something a bit a bit more, um, I guess, more impactful. So, like, in terms of, you know, if they've got a causing disorder, that's something that requires a slightly deeper approach. Mm. Um, so then it's that consultation where I'll ask a series of questions relating to what their actual problem is and what their pain point is and what their challenges are. Um, and we talk about what sort of success looks like, what good looks like for them, and how, um, what it is that they want to achieve at the end of it. And sometimes it's a, a one-day job, sometimes it's three months. And um, so it's understanding that first, and then I'll go back and we'll, I'll go away and I'll work out a particular system to start working with them. And um, we'll look at, for example, if it's in their home and they want to just do their kitchen, then I'll go in, I'll take pictures, I'll measure up, I'll talk to them about the flow and function of their kitchen and how that works. And I'll go away, come away with a solution, and come back um, and actually do the job with them. So sometimes I work alongside the client. Sometimes clients just want me to get on with it and to create a space that really improves the home that they're in. Yeah, yeah. I know that's really helpful to know. And how do people actually get hold of you, Jackie? So they can find me on my website, which is all the W's, bankroftorganisationservices.com. Mm-hmm. And they can also find me on Instagram. I'm at clutter underscore free underscore queen, and the same on Facebook as well. Love it. It's, it's uh, yeah, being the queen of clutter or get, getting rid of all that <laughs> clutter. clutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so mental and physical clutter, helping you to get rid of that. I, I think that's a really good combination, isn't it? Because, you know, there's, there's got to be a link there, hasn't there, with, with people oh. who are cluttering physically um with what's actually going on in their minds i guess yeah absolutely it's a very very strong link um i recently helped a lady who was who was a hoarder but um i was helping her sort of sort out her office Mm. and she struggled with hoarding disorder 
Um, and it was transformative, actually, for me and for her. I got so much out of it and just helped me to understand that, you know, her disorder a lot better as well. But it is, it's very much related to how that sort of manifests, you know, how physically how things manifest for people. Yeah. Great. Um, Jackie, I'm conscious of the time and the fact that we're doing yeah, this in sure. a rather archaic way with you. We must see you. <laughs> you you <laughs> must come back on the show and we will get the music right and then lined up for you oh, and everything no else. So uh, it's lovely to talk to you and we must we must meet Thank in person you. properly. Thank you so much. Yes, we do. All right, I'll speak to you again soon. No Thanks a lot. Bye, Bye. Jackie. Bye. Okay, so that was Jackie McLeod, who is the declutter queen. So do have a look on uh, the website, as she suggested. Now, Graham, I'm rather conscious of your time because you're going to have to be beetling off and leaving us sure. sometime. Tell us some more of your peas, please. I could pluck. How about I just open the book? Pictures. <laughs> pictures feature really heavily in in my well both my books yeah i've got this fantastic mate that i've known for 25 close on 30 years and he is an absolutely brilliant um cartoonist and for yeah, every really for good. every p p word in the book so if we're talking about the second book yeah i've got 153 p's in there yeah there are there's a there's an illustration for every word so we are talking about a minimum of 153 words throughout the book um the, the thought there is that pictures are what we try to convey with each other when we're when we're talking publicly and uh, we've been we've been talking now for the best part of yeah best part of an hour now on and off and the idea is that when we converse like this, we've got a picture in our own minds of what we're talking about. Right. So as we're speaking, we want to convey that picture from our minds to the minds of our listeners. Yeah, cool. So not only is, is it helpful in, in, a, in a book, which helps people see what they're reading about, but in the um, public speaking world, is being aware of what we're actually doing when we're conversing. We're actually building pictures in other people's minds. Oh. Now, I had a little bird has said to me that they can't hear you very well, Graham. And that's not on. So we need to make sure that the microphone is a little bit closer to you um, and using, you know, on the side there. So we need to make sure that everybody can actually hear you properly. Um and you mentioned passion you've mentioned so many actually so many keywords currently um what about some others i can see you thumbing through your book what about some really what 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 stop are there any p words that stop people in their tracks and i'm conscious of the time that we've got three right. minutes before we crash into those dreaded adverts really quickly then if i pose you the question jackie what what does the word phalanges conjure up in your mind? Oh my goodness! Straight away. A dictionary, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Google help. <laughs> well, lots of words that are in the, in the two books 
are pretty evident. They're, 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 they're very straightforward. They're, they're, they're easy. But there's also a few other words, like phalanges, that flummox people completely. Go on, then. Phalanges are your fingers um, and your toes. Um, but in particular, what some people do when they're talking to an audience is they point their phalanges straight at you. And if you're on the receiver, and I'm doing this right now, <laughs> as you can see, yeah, um, with my finger, it can be quite threatening. Yes. And if you're in a in, a, in an with an work talking to an audience, and you start pointing your finger at people, how is that received by by those other people who are facing what could be a gun? Mm. You're pointing mm. at people with your phalanges. That's a really interesting point. Yes, exactly that. Um, no, it is actually, isn't it? To, I mean, one, it's bringing in that word, which isn't sort of everyday conversational type of word, but it, but it also emphasises the importance of body language, really, as sure. well, isn't it? Yes. Um, mm. th there's another, another word might flummox people as well <laughs> and that's done deliberately because you need and I, I said this a few minutes ago do something or say something different something peculiar the book is peculiar it's got another word in there and it's parthenon right parthenon is a greek structure from well from ancient greece there it is on the acropolis in in, in greece yeah um all presentations need a structure. Yeah. And the structure I work to is BBC. Oh. Not BBC as in the British Broadcasting Corporation, but as in beginning, body and conclusion. Those three elements are what are needed in every single presentation. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. And welcome back. And I hope you managed to get the kettle on or finish getting the kettle on, have your coffee or whatever you actually need. And I hope now that we've changed microphones with Graham and hopefully he can explain to us and expand for us a bit more with the parting shots of what he was saying about BBC. Yeah, I, I, I introduced another word, an unusual one, and that would be Parthenon as it relates to skills of um, public speaking, the skills and techniques of public speaking. I mentioned BBC because every, every presentation needs a structure just like the Parthenon. The B, the B, the C. It stands for beginning, body, conclusion. So that those are the three main elements for any presentation. The beginning being the introduction. You, you basically introduce yourself, maybe your background a little bit to, to convince people that you know what you're talking about. And then you, then you move on a bit and tell people what they're about to hear. The second B is, is the body of your talk. Now, the body of your talk is, is the subject, the topic that you want to talk about. And normally, depending on the length of your talk, there could be three 
topics. There could, could be more. It depends on how long you're talking for. And then there's the conclusion at the end, the C. How are you going to wrap it up? How are you going to say something? Again, being peculiar, how are you going to say something, do something to, to make your audience remember you and or the topic that you've been talking about? So you can wrap it up with a quote, going back to something you've already spoken about, but not, not a great lengthy speech about anything. To the point. Very simple. BBC. Excellent. I think that's a great tip for everyone. Thank you so much for that. Um, and Graham, I know that you have got a long old journey back and we don't want you to... At least the children aren't at school, are they? You're not going to hit on the traffic. The We're not, traffic. but I'm, I'm thinking about my good old sat-nav getting me back onto the M M23 again. Yeah, well, I think I think from what you said before, I think the Google Maps Google is going Maps. to be the one. That's isn't it, that's what I'll be rely, That's definitely what I'll be relying on. To be yeah. safe. So, but Graham, thank you so much for being here today. I look forward to you coming on again. Um, and don't forget, the podcast will be with us all next week on Friday because we are actually broadcasting live, as you know, not only from Love to Beat Radio but also from Mint. Wave Radio under the care of the lovely Karen Roberts. Um, a correction, another correction. Poor Graham. Um, he doesn't come from Essex, he comes from Middlesex, which is even further for him to have travelled here to the Love to Beat Radio station based here in Penge. We are a, a locally based radio station with global reach. Now, I just want to, before I welcome my next guest on, I want to give some shout-outs. So, first of all, we have John Parker, who is JP Property Care. Everything that you could possibly need for your home. If you want a new bathroom or a new kitchen or you want some wallpapering done or a new fence, he's your guy. And you can find him on 07956 double one nine two four three that's jp property care with john parker um some shout outs in terms of what we've got what 12 30 has got lined up for you our regular listeners will know that we are a networking organization supporting business women in the uk and overseas as well with our online meetings which are on the second wednesday Anyway, this when this uh, week we've got the 25th of July. We've got the East Dulwich meetings with Dana Chapman, the host there, and we'll be in the Cherry Tree, which is a lovely venue. They've got a fantastic garden as well as a separate room for us as well. Um, on the 3rd of August is the Orpington meeting, and on the 8th of August is the Bexley and Sidcup meetings. Coming up really fast now, on the 14th of August, is the is our Seaside Day, which is being hosted really by um, Kat Webb, who is our Birchington host, and she has a fantastic B&B based in Birchington, which is why we're having our Seaside Day there. So do look on the website. That's all the W's, 1230.co.uk. And under calendar, you will find all the dates there 
of the events. Our radio station is weekly, as you know, on Mondays 2 to 4, and then otherwise we have lunchtime meetings, hence 12.30, um, on, on the calendar there. So do check that out. On the 20th of September, we've got a fantastic event with uh, uh, tons and tons of speakers there with workshops, um, just waiting on news and confirmation of the venue there, and that's being held in Bromley. So there's a fantastic lineup there. Then we run into October. Now, October is the menopause month, and our regular listeners will know that we have here on the station, we have our menopause gang, our hot stuff, and we will be doing something with them during October, especially on the radio station. Um, so that, I think, is probably all our news. Oh, November. Nearly forgot November. How could I forget November? November is, in the middle of November, is the Global Entrepreneurship Week. And we will be doing a special show then. And so do watch out for news of speed networking and speakers at that particular event. So please don't forget those. 12.30 TWC, Business Beat Radio, Mondays 2 till 4pm UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes, for and from businesswomen on all the socials, www.1230.co.uk at Love to Beat Radio. Can you hear me, Chitra? Yes, it's a little bit choppy, but I can hear you. Are you there? I'm here. Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic, wonderful. So you're live on air now, so I don't have to hold the phone by the microphone, which is just wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> so, so Chitra is beaming in all the way from America. So Chitra, if you'd like to introduce yourself for us, please. Uh, sure, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I am coming to you from New Jersey in the States, and I have uh, been here about 20 plus years. I am currently working as a mindset coach, um, a fitness instructor, and overall wellness. I also am a medium and an intuitive healer. And that's something that I just started sharing with the world, even though I've been doing it for 20 plus years. Um, I have a book coming out that um, is called The Warrior Mindset, and that will be out in, uh, at the end of August. And I'm excited about that and bringing you like the seven shifts that um, help us get um, our inner warrior out so that we can deal with whatever life is throwing at us and we can um, elevate our energy to attract the people and experiences that we deserve and need. Fantastic. I didn't know that side of things about you. So it's really interesting because... We have a lady who is a psychic who's been coming on our show, and I believe she's going to be having her own show at some time other broadcasting from this station. So maybe we need maybe we need, we need a whole program for like-minded women, particularly um, on, on those topics. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. So, so you meant you mentioned that um, it's not something that you been sharing with people until more recently was there any specific reason for that when did you realize that you uh you had these skills and gifts um yeah so I did not go looking for them mm -hmm. um I did however fall into it um through my husband and his family 
where um, when I got married, they um, they uh, that's where I got initiated. It's a whole other story. We can get into it if you want. But yeah, the reason, yeah, the reason really is that I was, you know, I was terrified of what people would think if I told them that I talked to dead people. <laughs> you know, it's uh, one of those things where I thought people would think I'm crazy, so I never told anyone and. Um, I just explored it on my own and my immediate family and uh, friends, uh, like close friends knew about it, of course. And I've been practicing it for 20 plus years. But, um, you know, the reason that I did share it, I think is more important is that I was working towards my own authenticity and getting to know who I was deep down and sharing, being okay with sharing that with the world. And as I was doing that, it, just didn't make sense to hide this part of my life anymore because I consider it to be such a big blessing in my life. And I'm constantly asking and receiving guidance from my guides that I feel like if I could help somebody else, you know, why not? And so that's what kind of got me to share it a year and a half ago. I did a post on Facebook of all places and I just put it out there say, Hey, I've been hiding the secret and I don't know, you know, most of you probably don't know this about me. Um, but here it is. And I walked away and I came back home four hours later to find like 200 plus comments on that post. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think um, a lot of that, I don't know whether you're finding this, I think this is a lot is about awareness and people being aware. Um, I don't know. Have you have you had occasion to speak with Joe Soley? Do you know so Joe Soley? Um, no. Joe Soley does numerology. Um, oh, okay. And um, before I met her, I would have said the sort of things that you're talking about were, to me, were classified as woo-woo. Um, mm. I met Jo Soli and so much of what she said to me made sense. And also coming mm -hmm. on board with this uh, Natasha Bailey, who is the psychic lady that I was mentioning to you, such a lot mm -hmm. of all that stacks up. So I can understand your hesitation if you would have been faced with somebody like me six years ago who was definitely not going the woo-woo, what I term as woo-woo route. Yeah. Um, but so you know, much now is, is about awareness, um, about these topics. People are much more prepared to listen, as you found with the response that you got on Facebook, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I think people are more open to it. And I think something happened post COVID too, where we kind of went in inward a little more than we were before. Like we were running, 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 hustling and doing our thing. And then COVID hit and we were kind of forced to stop and think yeah. and evaluate our lives and reevaluate our priorities. And that I think brought up a lot more questions for people than answers. And because there are so many people out there now with so many questions about themselves and their lives and their purpose and their legacy that they want to leave behind, but they don't know quite how to go about it, a lot of people are lost, and they're open to receiving help. You know, So I think that this time is right for a lot of people to come out of the spiritual closet, so to speak. Yeah. And like you said, people are definitely more open and aware about these things. And I, I always compare it to meditation. Like if you think about meditation 10 years ago, it was considered like foo-foo fluff, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah, okay, it makes you feel good, whatever. But now that they've done the studies and they've done the brain scans, they can tell that it's legit good for you. It's good for you in so many different ways. 
Yeah. Right. So this is the message that I get from my guys is that their science is years ahead of ours. And, um, you know, when the time is right, we'll be given the, the proof as well, you know, and until then we have to just go with our intuition and our gut. And uh, if it makes you feel better and if it gives you peace, then explore it. It's what I tell people. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it, it is really, really interesting. And certainly um, I'm more open. And as you say, that the world generally is much more open now. And do you think you mentioned COVID earlier and um, the time that it gave us for many of us to reassess certain things. And I think also the fact that we've got social media is so hands-on now with us all being able to share information. Okay, there's a the bad side of things, but it gives us another means of communication and sharing the sort of knowledge um, and, and you know sensitivity that, that you've got. Um, do, do you you're breaking that? up a little bit Jackie sorry oh um, okay Can so you repeat that last part hang on I'm just gonna turn turn you up a little bit um, okay so is that any better yes definitely much better thank you okay cool thank you um, so you uh, I believe you've got a book I think you touched on it just a moment ago about uh, about a book Please tell us more about that and how, actually, first of all, how do people actually find you, Chicha? How how will they find you easily and uh, what sure. you're offering? Yeah. Um, so they can find me on my website. It's called fitwarriorlife.com. I'm also on Instagram. And as I'm revolving into the whole mind-body-spirit space, my um, Instagram handle now is called mind-body-spirit-warrior. So you can look me up there. Um, those are the best places to get in touch with me um, and learn about what I'm up to. Um, you know, like I said, I've been offering um, workshops now. Ever since I, uh, you know, kind of shared this gift with people, I've been doing one-on-one -on -one readings. I've been uh, talking a lot more about intuition. So I started doing intuition workshops mm. um, a year ago, and I've been doing one pretty much every month now. And so I can see that there is an interest. I can see that people want to learn more. So I'm just showing up and offering, um, you know, whatever I know about this world with people so they can tap into their own intuition and be free of, you know, the mindset clutter that we accumulate in our heads. Are these online or in person or, or both? Both, yeah. So my next one is in person, um, but in September I will be doing one online as well. So anyone can join from any part of the world. Yeah. But all the information will be on my website. Cool. Oh, yeah, no, that would be good. That would be good to find out more on there. Um, so um, I, I have to co uh, confession to make that the song, the playlist that we've actually got with this show is last week's um, because... I couldn't find it today's <laughs> on, on, on um, Spotify. I couldn't find it anyway, so I used last week's. So we have actually played already your choice of music, which is a fight song with um, Rachel Platt. And why, why was that your choice of music, uh, Chitra? Oh, I think when I was going through my, um, you know, clean eating, fitness uh, journey, um, it just you know, the word warrior just kept coming up for me. And, uh, you know, I named my business Fit Warrior. Mm. And so it was just so um, 
it was, I think to me, it was always about like fighting the old me, right? Because I was turning into a new me, but I had to constantly fight the old me and, um, you know, work on that um, in my mind. And I think the fight song is just, you know, it's just a powerful reminder of, you know, I've got so much more in me, you know, and I believe in myself, mm. uh, you know, it's just, it's just a powerful anthem, I feel like. And every yeah. time I heard it, it was like, yes, this is my song. That's, that's your song. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, I mean, I, I know Warrior comes and figures quite um, strongly in all the things that you write and you talk about, etc. Um, do you feel that, that there's an aggression in there with, with you saying you, you've got the new you and the old you, and they're sort of, having to fight with each other or find a place to uh, embrace both of them to work together? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? You're breaking up again. So sorry. That's okay. Um, I was just wondering, you spoke about the, the new you and the old you. Um, are you mm-hmm. able to embrace the two together or are you just leaving the old you behind? Um, I think that there is a lot of acceptance and awareness that goes into understanding why the the version of you that you want to change keeps coming back, right? And when you work on that mindset piece, and that's what I, this is what I talk about in the book as well, because we we have the, these old habits and behaviors and patterns that are not serving us, right? But they are in us for a reason, and so it's important to explore what's going on behind the scenes of that and uh, understand why we feel the fear or why we feel the doubt or why we tend to worry and where that shows up in our life and then accepting it as not a blame game like it's not my fault that I'm feeling these feelings or I'm behaving in this way let's go back and see where this behavior started and see if it actually serves me and if not then how can I change it so it's not a war, like I don't see it as a war, but I think it's it's almost like I am giving my old self the permission to fully express herself and let go of the stuff that is not serving her anymore. And then replacing that with new beliefs and new thoughts and new ideas. So, you know, from fearful to fearless, from doubter to believer, from victim to victor, these are all mindset shifts that I have to make in order to, you know, learn how to eat well and nurture my body as opposed to, you know, coping with food, for example, right? And, so and it's, it's important, yeah, sorry, it's sorry, important to understand what's going on in the background. Yeah, so um, you mentioned about um, well-being in terms of food and things that you, you eat. Did, did it mean that you had to change your diet entirely or is that something that gradually you've been working on anyway um so I did learn how to eat clean and I got educated in nutrition and then when I became a nutrition coach obviously I got certified so it was more to me about understanding the value of eating good and good food and nurturing food and nourishing food than about giving up sugar you know like if someone told me you have to give up sugar my first thought is oh my god I want dessert right <laughs> but when I look at processed sugary foods and I look at those desserts that can sit in the store shelf for years and years and not go bad and I understand what that does 
to our body, I'm empowered to then say, I don't want to put that in my body, mm -hmm. right? And so if the old me pops up and says, hey, but that tastes so good, you should have it. I'm like, well, I don't think so because I've been educated and empowered to know the difference between this and a fresh dessert out of a fresh bakery. You know, so it's not that I don't indulge, but I know the difference between clean food and processed food, for example. So there's a little bit of education and empowerment that goes into place uh, for us to, you know, shift that mindset. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you shift the mindset and then you start to see the difference. And so now if you put processed sugary food in front of me, it does nothing, right? Because I've worked on the mindset. Cool. Cool. Uh, um, thank you for that. That's really, really useful for our listeners to know as well. So um, I'm just trying to think, are you five hours behind us or ahead of us? I can't remember now. Behind. Behind. So, so we're coming yeah. four o'clock. So what's your time now? It's almost 11 o'clock in the morning right now. Okay. So just touching on um, healthy eating again, what sort of lunch would you be having today? I'm sorry. What, Can you what would you that? be having for your lunch today? Because lunch is coming. Oh, I have a salad that I have prepared with um, a good amount of protein. So I'm vegetarian. So my protein usually is beans or legumes or um, tofu or things like that. Yeah. Um, so I will have a nice uh, big plate of salad with, um, you know, the dark green vegetable, the dark, dark green leafy um, um you know, kind of spinach or something like that, as opposed to just plain lettuce, just because it's more nutrient packed. Yeah. Um, and I will throw in some nuts and seeds on top um, for that added crunch. Cool. Oh well, that that gets the taste buds going here, so we can think about that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm conscious of the fact that our sound for you is is breaking up as well as um, this end, and I want people to get the best from you. Just. Before we finish up there, uh, Chicha, if you could remind us how people can get in, in touch with you and find out more about you and your workshops, because obviously we like to keep up to date with those. Um, if you would just let people know again how they can find more about you and your workshops, please. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, again, they can find me on my Instagram as Mind Body Spirit Warrior. That's my Instagram handle. You can even look up my name, Chitra Rochlani. And uh, on my website, it is fitforyourlife.com. I have uh, free 15-minute readings that I do for people. I have a lot of good um, recipes that I give away, healthy, clean recipes. I like to make food fun, clean eating fun. So I try to make all my recipes are short, easy, quick, um, and uh, you know, filled with nutrients. So you can find those on my website um, and, you know, get in touch with me on Instagram and we can have a chat. I love having any conversation about um, intuition, mindset, um, you know, clean eating, exercise, all that good stuff um, and, and help out in any way that I can. No, that would be brilliant. And we'd love to have you back again on the show um, if, if you'd like to join us again in a few weeks time. Sure. Thank you so much. Wonderful. 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio. Mondays 2 till 4 p.m. UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes for and from business women on all the socials. www.1230.co.uk at Love to Beat Radio. Welcome back into the studio and thank you so much, everybody, for being here today. We are a locally based radio station and a locally based 
radio show with 12.30 TWC Business Beat radio station weekly barring bank holidays. So on Mondays 2 to 4. Don't forget when stay tuned in at 4 o'clock because Ozzy Osmond is there with his particular brand of music which you will so thoroughly enjoy. I just want to let you know who we've got as our amazing guests next week. We've got comedian, writer and actor Matthew Crosby, um, Heather Bond and Chloe Ross will be my very special guests to, um, to entertain you next week. So thank you so much to my special guest today, to Chicha, all the way from America, from New Jersey, to um, Graham, and also to Jackie. Honestly, how could I forget that? To Jackie, but spelt differently, J-A-C-Q-U-I McLeod. Thank you so much to my very special guests, and also to you, my wonderful listeners, look forward to speaking to you next week this is the 1230 twc business beat radio with jackie groundsell on love to beat radio